Listener Production. Unlike a triple shot, half sweet, almond milk, cold pressed caramel macchiato to go, these boys are not complicated. But they are to go. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hello, it is a Thursday show. I am Alex. That is Matt. And over there, that's producer Bron. Hello. Hello, Bron. What's been going on? I just wanted to bring to your attention, Matt, something which I believe you have forgotten and Uh I don't want you to forget. Oh, no. What? Am I going to the Logies this year? Is it completely (laughs) forgot out of your mind? Okay. I need you to know that there's been no discussions about any um, invitations or anything yet. Like, it's not Logie season yet. All right? But, hey, hey, Bron, look at me. Would I lie to you? You have been on the show, would I lie to you? So maybe. (laughs) I promised you a trip to the Logies and I will, I do, I'm going to do everything I can to, oh Christ, it's in June. Yeah, it's pretty soon. All right, I'm running out of time. Okay, look. I I believe you want to do it. I believe also that you will forget to do it. (laughs) This is a reminder. This has been building up for a long time, Bron. It has. I found a... Actual DM from a group chat from last June where a friend said, oh, Bron, I could see you maybe going to the Logies one day. And I said, let me manifest this in June of 2022. We only talked about this like a month ago, but you've had this in mind for like a year, Bron. Okay, okay. We need to get the ball rolling on this. We will do that. But before we get started on that plan, we have a big show for you today. We're talking conspiracy theories. We're blowing minds and we're memeing the impossible. This is Matt and Alex's all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex's all day breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, you may have heard, but I recently moved to Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah, we have heard that. <clears throat> one of the good things about going for a swim at the beach and having my ear get blocked with water and wax is I don't have to hear it all that often. Well, nothing's changed since the last 38 times I've told you and Mm. uh, still loving most of it. But I've got gripes, Alex Dyson. Don't you worry about that. I am not blinded by love so fierce that I would not be able to see some of the glaring flaws in Australia's best city. So if Brisbane was your significant other and came out and said, does my bum look big in this? You'd be honest and go... Yes, it looks beastly and enormous. <laughs> Do you know what I would say? I would say, your bum looks like it doesn't have any footpaths. <laughs> because that is what I think of Brisbane. There are whole suburb areas where there is not a footpath in sight. What do you do? You just grass driveway, grass driveway. Yes, <laughs> with a pram. It's terrible. <laughs> so you sometimes you got to wheel yourself onto the road if the grass is like uneven. Yeah, or if it's, it's like a hilly sort of around hill. Brizzy as well. Exactly. So you're literally on the road. There's cars screaming down. It is mm. so unsafe, and no one wants to walk anywhere in Brisbane mm. because there's no footpaths. <laughs> It's like, it's the worst. And I've seen these, have you seen these stories coming up recently about the 15 minute cities? I have seen it. And it's, it's annoying because it's like, there's no time between seeing it going, that's a good idea. And then the conspiracy theories coming about, it's just, they come out almost simultaneously these days. Well, I mean, the idea of 15 minute city is that, um, you know, you should be able to, it's a brainchild of Franco-Colombian urbanist, Carlos Moreno. 
um, who says, okay, we should be able to walk 15 minutes to all of the things that you need in life, mm-hmm. school, shop, healthcare, work, right? Make that's, something that's... livable. Now, there's other things, of course. It doesn't mean you have to walk just 15 minutes. You can then travel further for, for the, the beach or, you know, leisure activities, a golf course. But for your dailies, uh, your yep. shopping, your supermarket, your school, you should be able to just step out the door and walk to all these things, right? Does that sound like such a whack idea, Alex Dyson? That sounds like an excellent idea. And I think life is about growth. We try and grow and improve as people. And likewise, we should grow and improve as a society. There's more talk about should we measure society by purely by GDP? Or should we talk about happiness and lifestyle outcomes? You know, should we have a five-day work week just because that's what we've done before? Or would four days be better? Ten hours a day? The weekends, these pilot programs that are coming out are seem to be aimed at just making life better for us. Yeah, no. And look, and I'm really proud of Brisbane uh, being one of the first cities to launch their 15-minute city program, pilot mm-hmm. program, in which uh, you step out your door one minute and then you trip over a grassy embankment <laughs> and twist your ankle and lie screaming for the next 14 minutes on the ground waiting for an ambulance <laughs> from a hospital that's 40 freaking minutes away. <laughs> so apart from that... Love Brisbane. Well, I think it's I think it's a good concept though, the fifteen minute city. Well, yeah, because it's but, always great. Melbourne getting the top of the most livable cities, and a lot of it. And one of the reasons I like it is <laughs> you could get places pretty easily. One thing, like I, I really like Sydney in when I'm at the place that I'm at. You know, if you go down to Bondi for a swim, beautiful. Watson's Bay Pub, gorgeous. Go and Kirribilli. You're looking at the beach. You're looking at the Opera House. Go for a gig in Newtown. You know. <laughs> Head out to Homebush, maybe. Uh, but <laughs> then you got to get back. Yeah. you got to get back. And the bus is, the bus <laughs> is driving you. Got to get there. You got to get back. I was in the inner west. Had to go to the, had to go to the beach. Hour and a half. Mate, if I, okay, honestly, years ago when I was single, living in the inner west of Sydney, if I met someone in Bondi, <laughs> if they said I'm, I live in Bondi, I'd say, I'm never going to see you again. Yeah. It's over before it even started. I'd, I would prefer to date someone in Melbourne. It would be easier. I would prefer to date someone in Brisbane, which you ended up doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but, but Alex Dyson, you would like a 15-minute city. I would you love would. One. No, you would. I'd yeah, you one. would like one, mate. No, you would. You would like one, wouldn't you? Why? Oh, because you love being under control of the man, don't you? <laughs> I am but a sheep for the international city cabal. <laughs> yeah, bar it up, you little woolly bloody miniature mammoth. Because, <laughs> because yeah, as I said, that the is what that is what people are saying about fifteen minute city. That this is all just a plot by government mm. to keep people locked in. Mm. Naysayers appear to believe the 15-minute city is a Stalin-style plot by governments to keep people locked down and controlled. People are fear-mongering and publishing false claims on TikTok, such as, you're going to have to apply for an effing permit to leave your zone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Imagine, it's, okay, imagine trying to do something nice for the world. (laughs) Let's say you're working 24-7, there's a global pandemic killing millions. It's like, dudes! We gotta burn the mid on it. We gotta find a vaccine. We gotta save lives. All these people's like, oh my god, Matt O'Kine's pram keeps 
wheels keep getting clogged with grass, <laughs> you know, people are commuting everywhere. Let's try and make things better for it. Yeah, and you come out with it, everyone's like... Stuff into the ozone. Thanks, Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> or thanks for the footpath, big brother. <laughs> you just want to control me by allowing the elderly, <laughs> but people with disabilities, prams, easy access to healthcare, groceries, and education. <laughs> you bloody V for vendetterist. Yeah, imagine, like I sort of ask people with these conspiracies, it's like, yeah, you know, maybe, but imagine if you found out these people are just trying to be nice and make everyone's lives better (laughs) and you healthier and it's more convenient for you (laughs) to get doctors closer to your house. That that shows, it shows, (laughs) it shows... What goes on in people's head, doesn't it? Like yeah. that's the, the level of mistrust in anything and everyone. Mm. It's, it's, it's quite like, it's quite <laughs> obvious. Well, I, I for one would like a uh, 15 minute city. Give me, give me that every day of the week for sure. Oh man, please. I just want a footpath. Okay. <laughs> so if there's a concreter near me in Brisbane, just someone. Just put some planks down out the front of my house, please. I can't keep wheeling my daughter along a busy road. Well, <laughs> let's keep this podcast wheeling along, shall we? It's all day breakfast. Oops. Now comes to the part of the show where Matt O'Kine spits straight facts. Oh, man, I'm starting to get a little bit scared in the waters. Alex Dyson was in Port Macquarie just recently. Yeah. And, um, I've just, I haven't had a, I haven't had a day at the beach ruined yet in port. And I think it's, I think it's, it's lulling me into a false sense of security because you know me, I don't like jellyfish. No, you're pretty scared of them. Even though my attempts to demystify it by pouring marinara on your head, (laughs) seafood marinara on your head, uh, didn't even work. You're still, still, still terrified. Yeah. And it doesn't help because I'm currently writing, you know, turning my book into a film and part of that involves jellyfish and. So I've been doing a little bit, bit more jellyfish research. That's weird because at the end of movies, like, it's always like if they work with a dog or, you know, a horse, it's like, this was under the supervision of the Humane Society. Do they cover jellyfish? You, it's very difficult to reason with the jellyfish. Um, <laughs> they take no direction, right? Like, if you want them to do anything, very difficult to reason mm. with them. Also, they Never are- Never work ex- with children or jellyfish. <laughs> They're extremely deadly. So the fact that I like reconfirmed today was that jellyfish kill more people than sharks. Oh, did you know that? Didn't know that at all. Exactly. So it's, it's box jellyfish are more deadly to human than sharks. Not even just regular box jellyfish are more, more deadly than than all sharks. sharks, than sharks, sea snakes and stingrays combined. Damn. In all of the waters around the world. And here we are, you know, bloody Steven Spielberg's wasting our time with Jaws. <laughs> yeah. What about jellies? Bloop, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> bloop, bloop. Step away from the boat, Jimmy. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger bladder. Um <laughs> 
Is, do, you, do you urinate? I don't know if you urinate on it. I think there's vinegar, vinegar. When I've been places, it's vinegar. It all depends on how acidic your urine is. Because if uh, you've got really, I believe if you've got really acidic urine or either hmm. one, alkaline or acidic urine, it can actually make it worse. Oh, damn. All right. Well, Because <laughs> not only have you been stung by a jellyfish, but you've also been pissed on by someone. Just uh, no, rubbing. That's a bad day in the office. <laughs> Bad day down the beach. And then if you're in Bondi and Sydney, you've got to do an hour and a half home to the inner west. Um, <laughs> truly the biggest sting of all. Um, well, Matt, that is mind-blowing. Mind blown. But we also like getting your mind-blowing facts on Alex on Instagram. This week's fact is about tiramisu, and it comes from Ed. Hi, Matt and Alex. Big fan. This is Ed from Truganina. I had a mind blown. If you were born before 1972, you are older than Tiramisu. And it also rhymes. Ed's out here sounded like Dr. Zeus with his facts. (laughs) (laughs) You were born before 72, then you're older than Tiramisu, which was invented in Timbuktu. <laughs> Horton is a who. Um, listen, thank you very much. Ed. There are those recent, I think we talked about recent food. There was something like focaccia was also pretty young, mm. or something. Mm. And then the fun? other the other fact was the panini or the panino last mm. week. That was pretty uh, surprising. Tiramisu. I, I always just thought it was one of those things that you know Caesar ate. It's no. It's never <laughs> occurred to me that like <laughs> you know that it would be so new. Yeah. The new tiramisu. Um, well, what do you reckon? Do you reckon it's? Do you reckon that's mind blowing? Um, I think I, I, I got to tell you, I wouldn't say. Uh, look, I wouldn't say it's mind blowing. It's it's interesting. Are, are you saying that you're giving it a uh, mild, mild grown? Look, I'm saying I'm saying that my mind is as soggy as a piece of coffee soaked cake. All right. Well, there you go. If you want to run the gauntlet, please send us a little voice message of your mind-blowing fact, Alex. Let's continue the show, shall we? Let's go. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Now, Matt, we had a little fun on socials the other day. Mm. Once, um, Alex, the half sugar, half glider, next skin champion, had his little photo pop- popped up on the internet of some captions we could have with this photo. And we started, we started just popping some memes off the top of our dome. Well, yeah, we got pretty dank on the uh, on the socials, but you know, on on your next skin situation, which if you've missed um, our episodes regarding that, please check out our Instagram first to show what we're see what we're talking about. But do you know the world record for skin neck length? Do you know the actual world record? No, what is it? Like stretching well, from base? I don't base, know. But I was just thinking. I was like thinking it. Matt measuring his bloody long. <laughs> Where do you measure shoving, it from, mate? Shoving the, the ruler in really hard, bruising the pubis mons. <laughs> so, so, Sorry for bringing no, that up again. <laughs> I only, re- I only re- thought about it because I plucked a really long nose hair out of my nose yesterday. 
Like, and I looked at it and I was like, man, that's such a long nose hair. Yep. And it reminded me of, um, back about 10 years ago, I had some friends staying at our house and one of them had re- a really long nipple hair. Yep. And, um, and he was going for the world's longest nipple hair, which I believe was actually like, it's, it's not as long as you would think it would be. So the longest nipple hair ever recorded was 17 centimeters long. And oh, he yeah. was sitting at about the 12 centimeter mark. You know what I mean? So right. it was like, so he was like, I could get this, you know, but yeah. I, I guess the body stops, but it just made me think, you know, what's one I'm, side note, just want to do a sidebar here. Let us know. What world record do you reckon you could break? Right, just let us know. Well, this is not what we're even talking about. Alex Dyson, what did you want to talk about? <laughs> well, it was really fun making memes out of um, something really stupid. I mm. thought, like, how stupid a, a photo could you make a meme out of, right? Because, mm. you know, I think we'd classify us as artisanal memers, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But how good, you can, speaking of world records, like who is, who is the best? Who would be in the Guinness World Records for the best memer in the world? And I think we've got to start, if we're going to beat that record, we have to start training, Matt. Do you know, a lot of artists that we know, you know, your Picassos, your Monets, they weren't famous when they were dropping these things. Mm. You know, they became famous afterwards. Mm. That's what I feel like our memes are going to be, you yeah. know? In a hundred years time when they unearth them, they're going to say this, this was actual gold. Look at this meme. It, it's like, it's looking at me anywhere I stand in the room. <laughs> exactly. So um, that's why we're going to launch the segment. To meme, the impossible meme. Um, and we want your help. Okay? What song is that? Dream the impossible dream. Oh, that's what the play on is. I didn't understand when it was written down. <laughs> Meme, impossible meme. I was like, I don't get it. But now I get it. Yeah, okay, good. Um, we're going to have a little competition because, Matt, I, you know, I rate myself as, as a first-class memer. You also are alive. And, <laughs> and so what we want from you is to just send us your images from your everyday life, okay? Now, that could be mm-hmm. you and your friends and your family and that kind of stuff. could be when you're out on holidays. It could be if you're watching a TV show with subtitles, ideally, and you think, oh, that's an interesting subtitle that doesn't mean anything. I wonder if Matt and Alex could make a meme out of that. So it's going to be very tough to go up against the whole world, Matt O'Kine, but we can have a competition within this podcast as to who is the best memer of all. Yeah, I think there's going to be – I reckon there'll be – Bigger points for personal photos now that I think about okay. it. Well, send us, you know, fo- just like something from something from your gallery that you think is meme worthy. No, no, no. I like, I want you think that isn't meme worthy and we have to just absolutely draw blood from a stone to try and bring some humor out of it. Oh God. Okay. Or a bit of both. We don't Find a funny photo. We'll see what we can do. Doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be from your gallery. It can be from anywhere. Send it in and we will give it a go. And if we choose your meme... What do you reckon? A little crumb bag? I reckon there could be a crumb bag on the line here for a for a person who does a sends us a really good meme one that we use for sure. Yes. Yeah, so send us a picky from your gallery, from a TV show, from the newspaper, wherever you get it. And don't go and send us any adult images, please. Oh, we're no, not. Please. We're not gonna. <laughs> we're not gonna meme your pubis, mon. All right. Okay. Just keep it above board. Shorts. 
That's what I mean. Above the board shorts line, you waste. Exactly. Thank you very much. But uh, other than that, get them through. And we, we'll see, Matt O'Connor, because then we'll put our memes up, you know, on the Matt and Alex Instagram gallery. And then you can decide whose meme is um, has more artistic merit. Alex Dyson or Matt O'Kine? Well, get clicking, get sending, and we'll get memeing. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hope you had a good one. We will catch you same time, same place tomorrow. The only problem with um, this is people have probably stopped listening because they live in a 15-minute city and this this podcast has gone for a bit longer than that now. You won't, oh. You'll never hear the end of the Matt and Alex podcast because you'll already be at your destination. Or you're trapped in a, on, on the road somewhere, roadside in Brisbane, as cars zoom past. You don't know how to get up onto the <laughs> footpath that doesn't exist. <laughs> The rocky embankment that flanks you at every turn. Good luck getting to your doctor that's 45 minutes walk away. All right, we're just going to fade Matt out as he continues. You need to get the, not even a pub in sight. <laughs> Talking about Brisbane, Actually, thank you for joining us. You and we'll catch you tomorrow. Get food delivered to your door <laughs> by some 18-year-old. <laughs> that's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at Matt. Dot and dot out.